in a world filled with COVID and chaos, we bring to you pure entertainment. Dan Corner, woodworking, barbecuing, beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little one. Who knows? <laughs> You're disgusting. That's so stupid. Why do people in Athens have trouble waking up in the morning? Because hmm. Don's tough on Greece. It sure is, baby. I can see the wheel spinning. I was like, I think Jordan might get this one. Because Don is tough on Greece, baby. <clears throat> I didn't even try. Well, didn't I put zero effort into that. <laughs> no, none. I won't, yeah. Dad's on Dayquil, Jackie Robinson episode. For those non-sports people out there, that is episode 42 coming at you. <sighs> Hopefully tomorrow. It is Tuesday night, 840, 8.40 Pacific time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a challenge. I look forward to it. I look forward to waking up tomorrow morning like it's Christmas on hump day and seeing no message from Dumb. Like, shit, I fell asleep at 9.15. Sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see me? I was sleeping through half the podcast. Stop doing this. Stop doing this. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone. (sighs) Josh, we're going to get off here, and you're going to be editing this, and it's it's just going to be that fucking song that plays every horse race. It's like, bum, ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum, bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum, ba-da-dum. And you're just going to be like, Dude, the theme song to my fucking life is the Benny Hill fucking tune. Like, every fucking time, from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, that's all it's playing. If if we are in a Truman Show type scenario, and I am the fucking star, that's the music that's constantly playing. Every once in a while, goes to like depressing Beethoven fucking music, but you know. (laughs) AJ, how do fish get high? Uh, they always puffing up. Seaweed. Seaweed. <laughs> hey, I like it, That's my funny. boy. I like it. The grease joke actually reminds me of one. So it's actually a fact. Um, it's a weird fact. But on August 10th, 1966, a man named James French killed two people and was sentenced to death by the electric chair. When asked what his last words were, he replied, how's this for a headline? French fries. <laughs> Speaking of French fries, um, I know we've had multiple discussions about uh, sauces that uh, Josh doesn't like. Do you like mm-hmm. ranch? Oh, do. cool. Do you know what a key ingredient is in ranch? Uh, depends on how you make <laughs> it. Mustard seed. So just I, no, I like I, mustard I throw seed. it out there for you. I like ranch mustard is mustard. Seed. Mustard is, is ranch. No, mustard it's not. is the greatest. No, it is not. No, it is not. With some tangy, ranch, some tangy ass you know how ranch, with too. You know how ranch was invented? Mustard. Dude, dude. No, it was not. It was by some. Sweet it was by some fucking cowboy. Ass. It was by some cowboy throwing everything that he had left over in a fucking pot to make a sauce. It ranch is literally almost every seasoning you could True. think of. True. True. I think so it's kind of how everything was made. Fuck. What do we got left? I don't know. Pff, lasagna. <laughs> Who knew? You know, I hate lasagna. Like what? I, I'm telling you. I, I just, there's something about it. I love everything about it, but I'm not a fan of lasagna. 
So you like Damn. noodles, you like cheese, mm-hmm. you like spaghetti, mm-hmm. you like meatballs, mm-hmm. you like you like all the mm-hmm. key ingredients that make it. Mm-hmm. But when you put it together, mm-hmm. is it that it's messy? I don't. I feel like it's because I'm not a big casserole fan, and okay. it's an Italian casserole. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, yeah, but and it, it's it's not like it because it's like I've had so many bad ones or frozen ones. Like they're all good in their own right. Even like the Stouffer's like frozen one, they're good. It's just I don't like lasagna. Okay, I, I don't know. Well, I mean right. anything savage. First off, anything Italian that comes from the <laughs> frozen section. You can go fuck off. No, no, dude. It's <laughs> not. You. If you want the most no, authentic no, night no. of your life, you need to go to Safeway or Vons, whatever. No. You walk through the you frozen section. You already lost me. You already go, th- you go through the frozen section. You get that Stouffer's authentic lasagna, and then you walk by the deli section, and you get the best cannoli you've ever had in your life. I will fucking stab you. Ever. And on your way out, I grab some mozzarella stab. string cheese just to top <laughs> everything all off. The light. The light. <laughs> the mozzarella light. Yeah, fuck off, asshole. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Gorlami. Yeah. Gorlami. Our producer makes me fucking say that word all the time. What up? She'll what up, Randy? Just, yeah. Randy with an eye. She'll just show up. She'll just show up to the studio and be like, hey, Say it. Say it. I'm like, no. Say no. it, bitch. Say it. Say it. She won't even say hi. Just Shout say out, it. Randy. Fucking I want to, that's what, that's the point. Like, I want to get us to the point where we can go on to a live show and we, you know, we have our little theme music we come out to, like, each individual person, like, the crowd goes nuts, like, women are just flashing Johnny Six left and right. I'm getting on a step stool and checking them out. And then next thing you know, like, we go to start and some lady in the audience is like, say it. And then we have to pause our show just so you can say mozzarella the correct way. All right. Yeah, I can dig it. I'm here for it. I wonder if I'll even need to blaze up when I go out on stage. No, we'll walk back and wake you up and be like, bro, you missed the live show. You were too stoned. (laughs) We'll just get like a blow up AJ. We had a baby cam on you the whole time so people could see that you do exist. (laughs) Oh, it's too good. I just come out with a fucking GoPro just on my fucking head. Yeah. (laughs) That so it's funny. It's funny because that's like the ultimate stoner meal, right? The ultimate stoner meal is like something frozen, mm. string cheese, and some random fucking cake item from the deli of some restaurant or not restaurant, but some <clears throat> grocery store. I mean, let's let's be real. It wasn't legal back in the day, but let's be real. Some stoner came up with stuffed crust pizza. There was some yes. stoner oh, absolutely. that was making yes. like homemade pizza and was like, "Bro, check this out. Put string cheese and put the crust around it. Let's see what happens." Dude, the <laughs> best foods, I guarantee you the best foods are from stoners. There's no two ways about it. Like they're from people who have the munchies. It it has to be. Yeah. Stoners. I mean, stoners. The same thing. They were like, "Hey, it's not legal, yeah. so let's change it from stoners to stofers." Yeah. Right? Do you want to st- make it or do you just want to bake it? Dude, Ooh. stuffed crust, all stuffed crust is, is the food equivalent to a joint. Mm. Yeah. Mozzarella sticks, <clears throat> stuffed crust. I saw a uh, mozzarella stuffed um, onion rings once. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. So the cheese was wrapped around the onion ring Ooh. and then breaded again and then deep fried again. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Shout out to uh, then, I, I was I'll get to this part a little bit later um, on the dad stories, but we were on a trip this weekend and there's this little gas station called Chubbs, 
and you know like most gas stations you see their little <laughs> fried food section and it's like shit but mm-hmm. theirs is like mm-hmm. there's only like three restaurants in town and technically the chubbs gas station is one of those restaurants <laughs> their jalapeno poppers and their egg rolls whew, mm. it's like they put three dollops of cream cheese in the jalapeno popper it's just yeah. ugh, so. i need to make my jalapeno popper dip oh my god mm. don't know. Oh. Oh. can you uh make... can you fedex me overnight uh some of those some yeah. of that dip oh sure dude it's hell yeah there's if you had to rank dips that i've ever had It'd be tough to choose between Grandma's dip and Josh's dip. Two totally separate things, but oh my god! You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, and uh, it's gonna be kind of controversial, and uh, probably gonna get shit for it. But this one well last time, so let's go. <laughs> I'm kind of over Grandma's dip. Oh, get the fuck! Give, kick him out! Kick him out! Kick him out! What? Kick him out! Kick him out! <laughs> I don't know. The last couple of times I had it, I just wasn't into it. I was like, you like know, she's made it too know. much. Yeah, I think I just had it too many times, and I was like, well, you live there. That's not what I'm feeling. You live there, and when like the whole family would come over, like all the time, it's an mm-hmm. easy thing to make, and everybody yeah. loves it. So you, I could see the exposure rate that you that you're not enjoying it as much anymore. Whereas me, mm-hmm. I'm getting it like I'm lucky if I get it once a year. So when I get it, it's like, oh my god, this is delicious. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like chilies. Like, you know my dad. It's the only place Ugh. he liked to go. Yeah. And, like, Grandma and Grandpa went there, too. And I've had everything on the menu. The only thing I will have, if I ever go there again, is just the margaritas, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> everything else, I'm like, fuck it. I'll starve myself and just get drunk. Just eat chips and salsa and margaritas. That's it. Just on yeah. the enchilada soup. That's it. Nah, I can't do their enchilada soup. It's terrible. I hate, Tastes I hate boneless wings, except from Chili's. The boneless buffalo wings at Chili are... It's different. Whew. They're yeah, extra sauce. They're it's delicious. I do like their honey chipotle sauce. Their honey chipotle mm. sauce is really good. I get it on a burger. If when, when I do go, I'll get that. I'll get like a bacon cheeseburger. I get extra mayo and, then, and extra tart. Fuck you, CJ. Can you imagine just sitting down? Sir, what would you like on your burger? Can I have extra tard? <laughs> what? Can I have extra tard? He just brings out his manager. He's like, here you go. <laughs> I quit, Jerry. <laughs> chef comes out. What the fuck do you mean extra tard? You want tartar sauce? You want tartar sauce in your burger? The fuck do you want, asshole? I want mustard. Oh. What? Who? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Let's get... I will say... Oh, go ahead. So, uh, I was going to say one more thing uh, on the food topic. One thing that's weird is as I've gotten older, I have noticed there. I have a larger inf- uh, uh, infinity... Fuck it. Two I have infinity a larger infinity stone. <laughs> I have a larger infinity stone. Yeah, uh, I do. They have dropped a little in my old age. Yeah, they epi- seem to sag Episode more. 18, go figure out when Josh's balls dropped. Right. Um, no, a, a larger affinity for the dips, like I, like the raspberry dip that you guys get from from Sam's uh, Club, Costco or Sam's yeah. Club. Yeah, Sam's Club. Yep, that raspberry should dip. Be you, coming that out shit soon. stays on my mind. Like I shit you not. I think about that fucking dip once a week. It's crack. I kid you not. 
no fucking joke. I think about that dip more than I think about my own kids, I, I think. I'm having trouble because I have openly stated recently that the fried dill pickle dip that I have uh-huh. is better than the raspberry chipotle dip. But they're Ooh, two totally separate to, things. I need to test this theory because I, I will say the lighthouse dip from Safeway yeah. is mm, delicious, yeah. dude. Is delicious. The dill lighthouse dill dip from Safeway is delicious. No, this one but is just anyway crack. I went. Huh? We went through a tub. I'm always like down for crack. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I need to lose some more weight. Tw- I'm from Kingman. 20, 2024 want? is probably going to be legal in at least 36 states. Well, it's already legal in Oregon, isn't it? Something like a sprinkle of crack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I heard a really really good argument for legalization of everything the other day. And this person was like appalled that this other person was, was all for it. And they were like, what the fuck? You would legalize heroin? And that person was like, do you really think the, the illegalness of the drug is what's keeping you from doing it? Or do you think it's because you know it's bullshit? Right. And the guy was like. Well, I mean, hmm. think about it. You have, as somebody okay. who's in the medical field, and I see patients that are in their 80s that, you know, use marijuana medically even before it's legal it just became legal in arizona but they've used it medically imagine and you know they enjoy it you know fucking ron gets down and then he gets he gets down on phyllis's like chocolate cake at night and that's why he's got diabetes but um if you told him 50 years ago bro you're gonna smoke pot at least once a day not my house no i'll beat my own ass you know Ah. but the difference in time you know yeah Mm -hmm. I think the I think the one thing that draws me back on saying let's just legalize everything is the the fact that it would change where and when people did it. Yeah. Right? So you'd have people in parking lots, you'd have people flashing stuff at the park where my kids are. Like it it would become more open in the open. And I think that's that's where my brain doesn't want to say okay i get the logic yeah you're like hey lily just go mm-hmm. hit the slide real quick i gotta go get some crack from uh uncle jordan yeah, <laughs> yeah. right i don't, just I, don't I don't think it'll affect <laughs> people using it out in the open more you know because like i guarantee it would i would i guarantee oh, yeah. i'm gonna have to tell my kids to avoid heroin henry over in the fucking park <laughs> I guarantee it. I think heroin Henry is going to be there regardless if it's legal or illegal. I, I mean, they're already trying to avoid meth Matthew, so. True. <laughs> <laughs> and cracky crystal. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> maybe, PC uh, Peter. maybe if it was cracky Karen, she wouldn't see, be such a bitch. Mm. Oh, geez. Maybe she'd be an extra bitch. Ooh. Oh, Cracked wow. up Karen. Crack, Let me see your manager's Karen. manager, motherfucker. Yeah. Who manages the manager of the manager of the manager's owner? You, did you what? see that fucking... Did you see the video that's floating around right now of the crackhead who calls the police? Because she goes up to this fucking woman's house and she demands that she gives her her $20 back because she didn't give her any crack. She gave her plaster. So she calls the police. <laughs> yeah. She calls the police. The police come. She, the police are questioning this woman. She's like, yeah, she owes me 20 bucks. She owes me 20 bucks. The cop's like, why does she owe you $20? Well, I was I was trying to buy some crack for, from her, and she gave me plaster. And the cop's like, oh, you were trying to buy crack from this woman? This woman over here? Yeah, no, and she gave me plaster. It wasn't crack, and that's bullshit. I want my money back. That's bullshit. If I'm going to buy crack, I want my crack. So they cut to the other woman who's supposedly selling this crack, 
and it, and it's this other woman and she's like i don't sell crack this this cracked out woman came up to my house asking for stuff and i told her we don't do that here that we don't sell drugs here that that was the woman that lived here before me i'm a prostitute <laughs> Hey, oh, I love hearing those stories of people tripping because they like ate too much pot or they smoked too much and they never have before. And they call 911 and they're like, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, my God. Like, what's are you grabbing your arm? No, I smoked some weed and I'm like freaking out. And they're like, what the just hang up and go to sleep. Yeah, I still think I, I think I, I said it before, but one of my favorite memes of all time is like gave my dad an edible. He said, this shit ain't shit. And it's a guy on top of a pool table with a putter trying to put <laughs> yeah. pool balls. Or the, one, the one with the dad, the one with the dad laying on the floor in the kitchen trying to change the TV channel. But he's looking at the fucking stove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are good, dude. I, I, I still remember my first time. I, I shit you not I still remember my first time I was hiring a fucking kite and uh unfortunately I wasn't being all that responsible and I was in a vehicle and this guy comes up to me and he starts talking to me and he he's acting like he's a cop he's got no fucking uniform on he's got like a wife beater on it, it's it's ripped on top of that and uh he's talking to me like he's a cop and he's telling me to get out of my car and stuff and it was the fucking uncle of the kid that was with me in the car and he knew it the whole time this dude got me out of my car fucking stood me behind my car was interrogating me yeah i'll never i'll never forget that moment <laughs> how old are you uh i was like 15 mm. so yeah i wasn't Shit. supposed to be driving <laughs> i was gonna say so you're driving illegally too <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> illegal yeah, yeah. fuck you know i, I, I had did this a lot thought. of shit on responsibility on unresponsibly i had this thought the other day i was thinking about when we were talking about things that make you go huh and i mm-hmm. was like man i was tripping balls when i thought this i was like why do we call it vacuuming the carpet when as dads we should be saying mowing the inside lawn Ooh. Uh, i call mowing the lawn something else manscaped get out i call it cleaning the tile (laughs) 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 depends on what season Uh, (laughs) correct yeah speaking of that i'm literally like podcasting in my closet and on the other side of this wall is my naked wife in a bathtub when she hears this in july i love you (laughs) no this one's august yeah, it's true. Yeah, forty-one was July. That's true. Forty-two yeah, is August. Push it back. Once a yeah, yeah. <laughs> once a month. Once a month. Once a month. Thanks for the downloads, yeah. babe. Yeah, <laughs> Manscape, get at us. <laughs> we got another download coming next month. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, dad stories. Uh, Stone, you're up. Uh, not too much going on in my house this week. Trying to get Avery to walk, and she is terribly scared. Oh, She's I bet. Just, terrified she won't do it she tried to pull herself up at grandma's the first day that she got her cast off and i think she tried to use her other foot too much and she propped up under grandma's chair that's next to the couch and it must have like raked underneath the chair on top of her foot and you could hear it kind of crack and i think she might have like cracked a toe or something and she kind of scared herself and was like nope and like put herself back down and ever since she's like i don't really want to walk but she, I put her tablet like on the couch in my house 
And in order to get it, you have to kind of stand to get it. And she got her tablet. So I was like, I know you kind of stood to get it. So I'm going to keep doing that every time. So I'm going to try to kind of just keep putting it higher and higher. So like the next one, put it on like the counter of the fucking kitchen or the table. Yeah, and then and then go idea. on top of the TV, and then just go like on top of the fucking roof. Just keep going higher and higher. <laughs> well, I think it's hey, do you see the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, see where the limit sky's is. limit, babe. It's below the sky. Get the fuck up there. I think it's it. tough because of her age, because she's only been walking for roughly a year, maybe year and a half max, right? So mm-hmm. versus yeah. like a ten year old who breaks their leg. Once that calf's com- cast comes off, they're like, fuck yeah, back baby, let's go. Like I'm mm-hmm. running sprints yeah. tomorrow. Exactly. Whereas like a two year old. Th- they're still new to walking. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they can't communicate properly. So it's like, you can't tell them, Hey, it's okay. I have you. I'm your dad. I'm here for you. Yeah. You're safe. They're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not doing shit. That, like all she, all she has is that association of pain. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like net, like she had the cast on, so she's worried. She knows that she knows that she was in pain at one point mm-hmm. and I'm sure it doesn't feel good. It's probably tingly. It might not hurt, but it feels different to walk mm-hmm. on it. It feels weird to walk on it. I'm, I guarantee it. Yeah. And she doesn't have as much muscle as she, you know, normally would as a two-year-old right. at this stage because mm-hmm. she hasn't been using it. Yeah, she de- so. it definitely it hasn't atrophied a lot in her legs, but you can see it's gone down a little bit. Yeah, and so it's like okay, you know, it's gonna be. I gotta figure. when she starts walking me again, I gotta figure it out. I, I saw this on a movie once. You just need to break her pinky. She'll forget about her leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or in another mo- in another movie um when they when someone doesn't listen you just take a horse's head and you put it in their bed oh, as a warning God. it's like it's like that prison logic it's like did you get hurt no did you go home to your family and who gives a fuck <laughs> <laughs> joey diaz will tell you that shit all day cocksuckers okay <laughs> but yeah it's it's not been you know it's it hasn't been rough like it was in the cast i mean she's still being a brat in the shower, but now I can actually just fucking put her in the shower like normal. Thought the bag on and all this bullshit. That's good. Uh, I went and got my COVID shot today. Oh, first one, cool. And uh, first one, cool. Yeah, got the got the Moderna. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you this, dude. This pharmacist, I'm like so done with her. Like she's she's she's. Is dead. that what they're calling she's weed people now? As pharmacists? Oh yes, hundred <laughs> percent. But no, like like she's just done some stupid shit in the past and. I don't know. I'm just like I'm kind of over her, and she. This is why she here, called here me. Here comes Saturday, another Yelp right? review. <laughs> yep, hundred yeah. percent. Fuck that yeah. doctor too. No, she calls me Saturday, and she's like, "Hey, I'm confirming your appointment for Tuesday at nine a.m." And I was like, "Yep." She's like, "Is there any way you can move it to Monday?" I was like, "Nope." Why not? Because I took off time of work on Tuesday. I work eight to five, and you're open like ten to five, <laughs> and you only take in appointments in the morning between nine and ten. So. I took off work Tuesday for it. She was like, okay, what about Wednesday? Nope. I took off work Tuesday, nine o'clock, come do it. She's like, well, I mean, your arm's going to be sore, so it's it's maybe beneficial to come in Monday and get it, and then you'd be off Tuesday, or if you'd be off Thursday, come in Wednesday and get it. And I was like, I think I'll just deal with it because I get the flu shot every year, bro. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> Is there any problem with me coming in Tuesday? She's like, nope. And I was like, thank you, click. And then I get in there this morning and I found out why 
she must have had she must have done something right before she came in because she ran in at nine o'clock opened the place up it's 9 30 by the time she rolls around with, with our shots and me and this other girl sitting there like where the fuck is this chick it's 9 30 and there's like all these people piling up and she comes out and she's flustered and then she gives the other girl her shot and then she comes over to me and she looks at me and then she leans in to like whisper to me but she doesn't whisper and she goes how much do you weigh <laughs> what how much do you weigh i was like uh 255 uh it's pretty sure it's on the paperwork i fucking gave you dude she's like oh okay and then she switches the gauges of the needle and i was like are you giving me a bigger gauge like what the fuck but that needle was like like i I feel the flu shot more than i felt that one i was like okay everyone's blowing this fucking vaccine like out of proportions this is like we find out that aj got fucking saline solution he didn't actually get the vaccine (laughs) because all because he wouldn't fucking change the day oh shit you motherfucker um, uh, excuse me um we're so sorry you know we will pay for your hiv medication for the rest of your life we actually uh we used up what the fuck we used a dirty needle uh, i'm so sorry AJ's uh, who the fuck fucking was in heroin. here magic johnson rounds the corner my man <laughs> you're like you're like uh <laughs> sir uh we're sorry to tell you that that needle was used and you're like, well, fuck, man. I, no wonder I got fucking high after I got my COVID vaccine. What was in that shit? Well, that was Nikki Six's syringe. Sorry. <laughs> I thought this was method one acting. It's actually a methadone clinic. What the fuck? <laughs> so did you, you got it today? Joke. Got it today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my arm, I think my arm was more sore after the first one than it was the second one. Yeah. But I didn't feel like shit after the first one, but I felt like shit after the second one. Like, like just like a like, ha- bad hangover. Yeah. Like I had like a tiny headache when I was almost out of work. And then as soon as I got to work, it was over. And I was like, well, this isn't that big of a deal. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. I go in like four weeks for the next one and then over. I actually thought about not getting it. I was like, honestly... I think I'd be fine without it. And then I was like, well, I mean, if I want grandma to go get it and a few other people, you know, that might be a little stubborn to go and get the vaccine, might be a show of good faith to have them go get it and be like, hey, I got mine. How about you go get yours? That's true. And I was like, fuck it. That's true. And I'll be a good sport about it. Yeah. No. I hear you. All right. Back to dad's stories. My story's over. Um... Dumb? You want me to go? How how quick is yours? That's kind of long. Um, it's the first time I've got to say that in my life. <laughs> I was just about to say it. <laughs> uh, I, my, I don't really have a whole lot of dad stories um, for this week. It's been pretty quiet. The one thing we've been doing a lot of is uh, we've been doing a lot of drills for the kids to teach them hand-eye coordination. And it's kind of been fun. Um, one of the, the little tricks that I I use is ping pong balls. So I bought a, a box of ping pong balls and I bounce them at the kids or throw them at the kids, uh, which is fun because you can chuck them as hard as you want. And as long as you don't hit them in the face, they don't hurt. Even if, as long as you don't hit them in the eye. like even And as long as you don't hit them in the like eye. Like the cheek, the it still doesn't really hurt, you know? No, it just smacks. Yeah. Yeah. The whiplash they do from going, oh, it's my face is going to yeah. hurt them more than the actual ping pong ball. Yeah. So, but it helps with hand-eye coordination, helps me get a little stress out, you know, I just, I park them in the back of the hallway and just chuck them like it's a, you know, like it's a game. 
yeah no i i do i do actually i do i do do the drills the right way all jokes aside i bounce them at them and make them use proper hand positioning and stuff like that and then i uh i put up a target i made this little target for them to hit and so they have throwing drills to do because it's been raining all week in kingman so they haven't had an actual practice practice um so yeah you said do do George, I'm a child. You know what I, I'm a child. You know what I was thinking of when you said uh, uh when you said that long joke? Yeah. Uh I saw this thing on TikTok and it was like uh this one chick was like I heard uh guys with bigger dicks uh walk slower because it weighs them down. And the immediate joke that came to mind was in high school did anyone else run the 40-yard dash in 18 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> It's not because I'm fat and slow. It's because I have a big it's dick. Because I a big dick. <laughs> no wonder I walk so fast. <laughs> Here I oh, thought it was because I was short legged and trying to keep up to everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a fucking Oompa Loompa running. No, it's just SDS. <laughs> oh. Short, damn short. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to, uh, the domes left us, so I'm sure he'll catch in <laughs> soon. Uh, he's, <laughs> so I've decided to brave the waters this last weekend and we went to Iowa to see Summer's sister and, and my brother-in-law, bro, uh, sister and brother-in-law, cause they yeah. had, uh, our little nephew at the beginning of March. And so we decided, Hey, fuck it. Let's travel with our oh shit they did yeah with our 13 year old and our congrats and our five month old and i was i was dreading it because i'm like you know hopefully ellie does good because the last thing i want to be like if i'm on a plane hearing a screaming baby i don't give a shit right if Mm -hmm. i'm in a restaurant and i hear a screaming baby i don't give a shit because it's life it's it's different when it's yours but it's when it's when it's mine i feel guilty Right, because yep. you get people which said stories coming up later that are total mm-hmm. douchebags, and so anyway, we um, we went up Thursday night, stayed at grandma's, and then Friday we flew out, and Ellie did fantastic. She didn't make a peep the entire way there. Like she ate during takeoff because Summer had heard, uh, read an article that it helps with the ear popping if they're feeding while you take off, and mm-hmm. so she had timed it perfectly to feed her while we were taking off and then she slept for like an hour, maybe an hour and 25 minutes. And the flight's only like two hours, two hours, 15 minutes. And then she woke up and she just hung out and played on the tray table with some toys and sat there. And then I think she fell back asleep again, like right before landing. So it was perfect. Did great. Um, getting ready to get off the plane. People were like, didn't even know you had a baby. Like she didn't make a peep and blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, we were there Friday, until last night, we got we got home at like eleven o'clock last night. Uh, like actually home home at eleven o'clock. Uh, and on the way back, she did great too. Uh, the only thing that sucked was when we left Grandma's last night because Grandma picked us up. Uh, we had to stop at a gas station in Vegas before we left because she was having a meltdown in her car seat. But I mean, you think about it; she's in her car seat mm-hmm. on Thursday yeah. night, and then she was in her stroller, and, and then on the plane, and then car seat when we had to go places in Iowa because everywhere mm-hmm. they live in a small town, so everything's like fifteen, twenty minutes, thirty minutes away. Mm-hmm. And then you know she's in a car seat for an hour to get back to the airport, then in the plane, and then back in the car seat to drive an hour and a half home. It's a long day for mm-hmm. her, you know. And then yeah. her timing's all thrown off with bedtime and shit. But she did good. But a uh, couple things was that was funny is when we were standing in line to board leaving Sioux Falls to come home last night, 
there was the typical douchebag people that are going to Vegas to party, you know, in their late 20s, early 30s, something, maybe even mid 30s, whatever, you know, like typical, like, ooh, Vegas, I'm a fucking rager, let's go, right? Like, I drink you under the table any day, bro. Like, you suck. And yeah. uh, just because you're corn fed doesn't mean you're shit, right? And <laughs> we're standing in line, and I hear, I hear under the subtle breath say, oh, man, hopefully I'm not sitting next to that, right? So then we get off the plane. <laughs> And I'm waiting for my stroller and car seat to come up the thing. And Summer and the baby went out the ramp. And so I'm sitting there waiting. And these douchebags get off the plane. I was like, did we disrupt you too much or are you good? And he just looks at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you. And he just looks at me. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think so. She didn't make a peep. See you later. Have fun in Vegas. <laughs> didn't say shit and walked off. <laughs> like, dude, I may Fucking be five man. foot six on a good day, but I've got a bigger mouth than a seven foot person, and I will throw hands if I have to. Like, don't be a douchebag. Right. Don't be a fucking douchebag. Like, yeah. it's already stressful traveling with a baby, and then you're going to be a douchebag and say something so I can hear you. You're lucky I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't knock the stash <clears throat> off your face right then mm-hmm. and there. I can't. I can't stand that. Like, I get it. Like I, I, get, I get that nobody wants to be stuck in a fucking vessel with a child screaming and crying. Yeah, right? neither do the parents. But exactly. The par- the parents don't want to fucking be that way either. Right, the parents. Yeah, so the if you're going to talk shit, prepare for shit. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's just it's just as difficult for the parents because what most people don't get is that the, the parents feel this level of anxiety of they know. They know that they're making everyone else uncomfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's nothing that they can do about it. Yep. Because sometimes as a parent, we don't have a choice over whether or not the baby cries. It's not as simple as just popping her Correct. on your tit or changing her diaper. Correct. It doesn't work that way. Correct. Like mm-hmm. the only way that kids... That infants can communicate is by screaming, mm-hmm. by crying. That's it. We don't know what they're saying. We haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. But, Fuck. But, but she did. Pro she tip. Did good. Yeah. Yeah. Pro pro tip. If your kid is colic, don't fly. No. No shit. <laughs> no, I, thought, I, thought, no. I don't know why we I tossed that around. Chloroform. We, we had tossed that around at one point, like yeah. like taking her up to go see like family up north and stuff. Yeah. And we were like, no. Yeah, because <laughs> like, Avery did have colic. Avery colic and there's no stopping no. like eight hours a day yeah. eight, eight hours out of the day and she slept maybe 12 yeah right? Callie had Callie had it bad and it was, it was fucking, fucking oh yeah you te- know what terrible, the fuck I'm talking dude. about it fucking it's sucks. terrible yeah. I don't know Callie had colic yeah there's nothing you can do about it yeah nothing. she had it she had it bad Callie Callie was jaundiced too yeah yeah Avery was too she had, she had a belly ribbon yeah yeah, yeah she came out with a different blood type belly ribbon Billy Rubin, there we go. Ruben. I always not mispronounce Ruben. it. Yeah. Billy Rubin, Billy Rubin, Billy Rubin. Billy Rubin. It's yeah. a pecan with uh, some of that, Billy. some of that uh, rosin. <laughs> Got to get some of that rosin up in there. Oh, you'll Jesus like this Christ. one though. So, a uh, little update for you. So, uh, from those that listen to this episode weekly, can that hold on? Can that be your new segment? Little update. Little update. That's the name <laughs> of your. That's the name of your new segment. Little update, and then I'll put in the music. Oh, but speed it up so we don't get copyrighted. Uh, Yeah, for all like sixty people listening to us. Um, Right. So two weeks ago, two two episode or an episode ago, I said you know I took Elias golfing, came home, and then went to move the car in the garage. Battery's dead. Great Mm -hmm. fucking start to my Sunday. Yesterday it was like ten ten o'clock in Iowa, so eight o'clock Vegas time. Grandma calls me and she's like, "Uh, "We have a problem." I'm like, what? She goes, uh, I went to move your car, and uh, the battery's dead. <laughs> On Summer's car. <laughs> oh, Luckily, nice. her neighbor was home, 
uh, shout out to Dennis, who's a great fucking guy. And he said he had an appointment. He'd come back. He'd take care of it. And I said, yep, just give me the bill. I'll have the cash for you when I get when we get back. And that way, you know, nothing worse than like, I'm glad that it happened early and it wasn't like grandma went to get the, in our car to come pick us up at seven o'clock at night and the battery was dead. Yeah. So, I mean, hindsight 2020, it was, you know, better than not, but yeah. So, uh, two car, to, two car batteries in two weeks. So a little update mm. there for you. <laughs> hey, at least, you know, at least you have a timeline too, though. Like that's, that's a little dad hack right there. So now, mm. you know, that when one goes, the other one's probably and right. Oddly enough, yeah. they, they say like two to three years, but we live in more yeah. of an extreme climate and my car is exactly three years old and sure as shit i replaced her battery the month i got my car which was three years ago and they went out one week apart (laughs) so that reminds me mine's about due i got probably goes to get this car tomorrow fucking won't start (laughs) fuck the dome i'm writing a fucking yelp review about this shit the dome dome has invaded our cars now (laughs) oh Oh, speaking of which so so before i go before i go on the trip I was overdue by a week because of the anniversary weekend, and I'm like, I got to get my haircut because my haircut girl is going on maternity leave. So I got in and got a haircut, and this Allie Sports Clips, she ain't there right now. Damn, best haircut in Kingman. AJ, you and I could talk about haircuts. Dome, you could just sit back and relax. Um, Hey, bro, I get get my haircut. You get your haircut? That one big blade? Who does that in town? Mine's getting a little too long. (laughs) I Dude, I saw, I saw, speaking of that, I saw an ad and it made me think of you. It was on Instagram. I was flipping through and it's this little handheld thing. It looks like a massager, right? But it's, it's for your yeah. head and you just, oh yeah, you, you, you hold it, yeah. you palm it. I'm yeah. like, dude, I want to yeah. buy that for dome. I'm like, it looks legit. Like, it, is it cool. legit or not? Looks so like dad's on day cool review this shit. We can, we can start doing this. The only problem that I have with some of those razors that are like that, the electric razors is that they don't get as close as I want them to. Yeah. That, That's why so I, didn't, it, I stopped using electric razor for shaving. I have it to tugs. end up using it every single day. I don't mind the tugging. I can I can handle the tugging and the pulling and stuff like that yeah. where we still talking about razors? doesn't cut it. Oh, yeah, yeah you said pulling. Well, no, okay. I like tugging and okay. pulling. Um, I, love, I like it when people pull my hair. I like um, it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Manscapes listening to this like, what? Man, so from what I hear, Manscaped does not tug and pull. It is a, is a smooth, smooth trim. It is a smooth trim. Mm. Oh, but anyway, another dad hack. Not an ad, but get out. Another dad hack. Um, if you are afraid of being seen in public and being embarrassed, you can skip forward maybe two minutes from now. Um, as a joke, a couple of years ago, I figured this dad hack out because I was messing around. When we went to Iowa last time for Maddie and TJ's wedding, and uh, I bought a fanny pack as a joke for traveling. I wore, I wanted to make fun of Midwestern people who show up to Vegas dressed for vacay, right? So I mm-hmm. did the opposite. I dressed in khaki shorts, a Hawaiian t shirt, and a fanny pack with sandals to go to Iowa from Vegas. And when nice. I got on the plane, people were like, Where, where are you? you're going to Iowa. And I'm like, I know I want people to see what they look like coming to Vegas. <laughs> you look just as dumb coming to Vegas as I do coming to Iowa right now. So I did it. So I, I, I took a fanny pack and now when I travel, I, I, I don't leave without my fanny pack because there's one key component here. Security. Yes. I am one of those people. I fucking hate security because everybody acts like they've never been through it in their life. 
like, oh, I can't have these 18 chains on my fucking neck. I yeah. can't have, what? I, I have my cell phone in my hand. I didn't know I, I didn't know I could go through the fucking scanner with that. My favorite is why do I have to take off my shoes? Right. right. Fanny pack though. <laughs> your wallet, your keys, if you chew, your chew, mm-hmm. your phone, everything goes in your fanny pack. You just pop the fanny yeah. pack, fanny pack off, put it in the little bin, grab it, yep. put it back on. Oh, game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. The only changer. thing you'd have to take off other than that is just your belt and set. You don't have to rummage to your pockets to grab everything. That's, it's the shit. It, dude, it's legit. It's legit. Yeah. Anywhere else. When we it's went stupid. on the cruise, <laughs> when we went on the cruise, the the last one I had my fanny pack, and uh, holy shit, that was the fucking tits. I was like, fuck yeah, I don't have to fucking like. Usually, like what's weighing down my shorts is like everything in my pockets. I didn't wear a belt once. I was like, fuck yeah, this is the shit. You know, I put everything in my fanny pack. I was good to go. I'm gonna have to scroll through and find. I'm pretty sure it's on my phone here. I have, I believe, I have the picture of. Um, I have the picture of my brother-in-law and I both in Hawaiian shirts and shorts outside of the Sioux Falls airport when we went for that wedding. I'll have to find it and post it on the social media so people can see what we looked like to make fun of Midwesterners. And if you're a Midwesterner, um, I still love you, but you look really fucking stupid coming to Vegas in a khakis and a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Ooh, so. Speaking <laughs> of changing the way they look, uh, Audie shaved his face. Did he? Did he? Yeah. They look like a baby uh, again. It looks like a giant ball sack now. <laughs> <laughs> like, he shaved the whole thing? I yeah. I haven't even seen this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, you have to st- t- just send him a text and say, hey, send me a picture of your face, asshole. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Qu- okay. question, question for the fanny pack real quick. Jordan. Yes. Fanny pack around your waist like normal? Or over the shoulder. No. Like it's some fucking gun waist. No, over the waist. It's got to be real. And, and not even that. Not even in the front. I put it to the side. So it's on my hip. The side? Sticking yeah. into my hip. Mm. So when you pull up, you can just be like, mm-hmm. like slide <laughs> in. You can like drift into your spot. Yeah. When you go to pay, you just drift in with that hip. You lead with that hip. It's legit. It's power. It's totally. Do you send your picture? No. Oh. Should I do that right now? Should I should I Snapchat him right now live on this? Yes. Like, hey, yes, Dad's absolutely. on Dayquil live. All right, you guys talk while I do this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I can, uh, I can get into my 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 diving deep with the dome. Hey, Adi, uh, you're live on Dad's on Dayquil, and I need a photo of your ball face, according to Josh. So if you could get that to me, that'd be great. Ball sack. Yeah, ba- baby small All right, balls. it's sent. So he's okay. he's now a semi-celebrity. Yeah. Before you get into digging deep in the gnome, can I tell you guys a story? No. This story is going to make a laugh. 20 bucks Pretty it good. won't. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Too late, you lost. <laughs> Oops. Damn it. I- 20 bucks. Damn it. You're going to PayPal that shit to me, baby. <laughs> so I saw this on TikTok and I was laughing my dick off. This guy was like, I was on it Tinder, and this girl matched with me. We started talking and eventually met up. <laughs> she told me she was she had an OnlyFans account, and I was like, ugh, one of those girls. She assured me she was not like any normal girls on there and was special. So after a few months of dating but no sex, I found myself home alone one day and was curious. So I looked up her OnlyFans page. After a few minutes, I turned off the computer and just stared at the wall for a while. I got a call from her about an hour later. She said, hey, I saw you on my OnlyFans page. Did you like what you saw? And I said, I think we should break up. 
She was like, oh, why? Am I that ugly? He's like, no, it's because you have a gigantic penis. (laughs) (laughs) I know AJ didn't see this, Josh. Did you see the picture of the side-by-side five five different? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It it took me all of one second. It was the third thing I found. That's how tentative to detail. It was the third thing I found. Yeah. It was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're wondering, listeners, what we're talking about, go to our Facebook group and uh, you can check it out for yourself. No spoilers. For real. All right, and we're back. Uh, digging deep with the dumb. Let's dig. Let's dig that six-foot hole. Oh, is this where I come in? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, you're the dome. I know there's confusion. Sometimes AJ, you know, mixes us up, but... He looks like he's reading like a letter from the IRS that says he owes money and he's really upset. Yeah, I know. He's like, he no, was, that he, was a few weeks ago when I read that letter. <laughs> I'm not sure which person was supposed to get serious on this section, me or him. So, how many times have you guys typed Three. a text that's like two pages long and then just deleted it and ended up writing like, I'm okay or okay or no worries or just, I love you? A few times. For sure. Yeah, a handful. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. two handfuls. Like normal people handfuls, yeah. not mine. Yeah. yeah. Like normal, normal, normal. Yeah. Like six inch hands. Yeah. Actually, I, honestly, I probably, the most I ever did that was with the ex-wife. Like when I really wanted to like just. Yeah. This sounds so wrong saying it. Barrier. <laughs> but <laughs> no, really, I get really it. when I, I wanted to go at it, it and I, I had to restrain because I didn't want it to be used against me in court. You know? Dude, I, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had effectively with myself that I should have had with somebody, whether it was a relationship or a friendship. You know, it, I do this a lot where I, I write out this book of something that I want to say to somebody and then I turn around and I just delete it mm-hmm. and I put it in as something else. You know, it feels weird some days knowing that I should communicate more, but feeling like if I do, I'm going to just make things worse or I'm going to be a burden on someone. And then consuming my mental space with those feelings, it just, it causes this depression to kind of like seep in, right? And you don't realize that it happens until it's, you're fucking knee deep in it. Mm -hmm. Um. One thing I want to talk about is how dads have an immense amount of pressure on them when it comes to relationships. We have these expectations that are unrealistic in almost all relationships. Um, You know, a male is expected to provide in terms of cash flow, mental support, how to fix everything around the house, always giving thoughtful gifts, always knowing what is needed to make their partner happy. We are shown that when we aren't perfect, we're not acceptable, that it's not enough. And then we end up getting punished for it. You know, it's what's called being in the doghouse, right? You know, when a man tries to express their emotions, they are often overlooked or criticized for, for this and, and the way we do it. And it ends up leading them to not even want to express things to begin with, then causes things to get bottled up and they never get resolved for guys. Um, you know, some actions are clearly not okay, but when that bottle breaks, it's looked upon as the man screwing up. 
but really what it is is that we just can't hold anymore you know and mm-hmm. like i said some actions clearly are not okay and i'm not advocating some behavior such as like manipulation or abuse but the reality is to a certain point in our lives we are what we are taught right and uh we get taught as guys to be this tough, unwavering, unemotional man. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard. That's hard to live up to. It's unrealistic in the world that we live in now to to live up to this unbreakable persona, you mm-hmm. know? Um you know, we need to get into these habits of teaching our kids better ways. We need to get into these these habits of teaching the young men and women how to be attentive to their partner's needs and wants, their likes, their dislikes, understanding what mood fluctuations are, understanding what sometimes happens to a person isn't necessarily caused by something you've done. It's just something that happens to us. We get these waves of depression that that aren't caused by anything specific. It's just chemical makeup in our body. And we need to teach them those fluctuations, those situations, how to react to those. We need to teach them how to recognize goals in our partners um, because those are things that all help build that relationship when they're older. Mm-hmm. And if you have a partner that understands that, if you have a partner that recognizes those things, then as a man, you're allowed to actually live in those emotions that you have. You're allowed to feel like you don't have to be perfect. And I feel like for guys our age, this sits true because a lot of women that are out there right now and men that are out there right now that are looking for a relationship, their their expectations are so fucking unrealistic that it's insane. They want somebody that's perfect. They want somebody that's going to bring them flowers, that's going to think about them 24-7, that's going to know before they even have the bad mood, that they're going to have the bad mood and be prepared for it. They want somebody that's going to provide for them and make them feel secure, but never give anything in return. And, and that's a hard thing to do to somebody. That puts so much pressure on the other person. And it happens to dads more so. And, and I know this is going to piss off a lot of people. And that's okay. Because I like having conversations. So if this does piss you off, you're more than welcome to slide into my DMs and bring it on. But they're still they're still full, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> still filtering from September. It happens to dads more than it happens to moms because that's what we've been taught in every aspect of life. That's the way TV shows are. That's the way movies are. That's the way our parents were. It's everything that we've seen 
up to today. And it's only been recently that this has kind of come out that it's okay to be more emotional, that it's okay to be more vulnerable, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to be this rock that's perfect. And, um, yeah, this one kind of hits home because I went through this. I got to a breaking point where I felt like I had to be perfect for everyone around me. I had to be perfect for my kids. I had to be perfect for my wife. I had to be perfect for my friends. I had to be perfect for my job. There was never any wiggle room because every time I turned around, everybody was looking at me like I was supposed to uphold this standard. And then when I broke because I couldn't do it anymore... I physically and mentally just couldn't do it anymore. When I broke, I was looked at as a failure. I was looked at as the guy that did wrong, right? But when in reality, that's not what happened. Mm -hmm. What happened was, was my cup just got too full Mm -hmm. and my glass shattered because of expectations. I feel you, dude. That's why I use plastic. But it's it's true, um, and I think society's starting to try and turn the corner, and you do see a lot of people talking about men's emotions, especially lately. This year, a lot of other podcasts have covered like you know men showing emotion and why it should be acceptable, and the history. Like I went on to taboos, and you know the history of why it started to change, and men not being able to show emotion and it's the stigma and it's not okay. Like you have to let shit out. I mean, you, like you said, your personal experience, my personal experience from my previous marriage was we never fucking fought ever until we fought and got divorced because all Mm -hmm. the shit came out because Mm -hmm. you just buried it. You buried it. You buried it. You took, you took your hits, you took your licks and you just kept pressing forward. And eventually you can't take any more hits and you fucking, you lose your mind because you didn't express yourself and there and like you said people might get upset and that's okay that people get upset that's why they have their own venue to preach what they want to preach yeah the and difference you know, is we we're, to... we're dads and we're doing this yeah. from our perspective and we're not only dads we're dads that are still involved with our children and with our family and with our spouse whether we're with our spouse or not we're still involved Absolutely. And well, the, the the thing is, is that you know, women women are allowed or expected to not be perfect. Like we we we, if you think about this, right? We we expect them to have mood swings. We expect yeah. them to be un, to to be unrealistic. We expect them to ask for all these things. Like that. That's what we're taught. Mm-hmm. So we're taught that women are naturally difficult right it's like the, but, the age-old saying saying for like mother's day you get her diamonds for father's day you get socks bingo yeah. right like we <laughs> right. need to we need to be teaching we need to be teaching that perfection is found in effort and honesty forgiveness and willingness yeah. mm-hmm. like because that, that's where perfection really lies perfection is in the effort that you put in to someone else loving someone isn't a feeling loving someone is an action and 
in order to love someone, you have to really put forth effort and willingness and Mm -hmm. forgiveness and honesty. That's how you love someone. Yeah. Forgiveness is a big thing, you know? Like, these days with people being so compliant heavy and not forgiving heavy about things, it's really created a hard division with people. And I think that's something that we have to we have to get back to is teaching people to forgive, you know, like you yeah. say, you're sorry, you accept the apology, you move forward, you don't sit yeah. there and dwell on it. There's no reason to, yeah. you know? And, and another thing is, is to the, the, the meaning, the meaning of what 50, 50 means. Mm-hmm. So like you think 50, 50, it's, Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do the dishes. You're going to take out the trash. No, that's not what 50, 50 means. What 50, 50 means is that on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you're going to fucking do the dishes and take out the trash because she doesn't feel like doing it because she had a long fucking day. But then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, she's going to recognize that you've had a fucking long day and she's going to pick up the slack. That's what 50, 50 is. Mm -hmm. 50, 50 is you go a whole month where you give everything you fucking have because she's got a lot of shit to do at work or she gives the whole she gives all she's got because you've had a lot to fucking deal with outside of that household or inside mm-hmm. of that household. 50/50 isn't always equal every day. It doesn't work that way. It it just doesn't. It's life. Yeah. Life life does not fucking work that way. And that's yeah. where all those other things come in. That's where the willingness to do those things, the willingness to pick up that slack when your partner is emotionally broken and asking for help or maybe not asking for help, but you can tell that something's wrong, mm-hmm. you, you be there. Mm-hmm. You, you pick up the slack, whether it's to find a resolution with them, for them, or just to sit there and be like, hey, I'm here. When you're ready, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I, that's not something that's taught these days. Yeah. No. It's just not. And it, ha- it definitely wasn't taught for me as as I was growing up. Like, I, I, I'm not saying my parents were bad. My parents did teach me a lot of things mm-hmm. that most kids didn't get. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, they did teach me a lot of patience in in relationships but even still like they they had their they had their moments of my mom was supposed to be in the kitchen and my dad wasn't supposed to be in the kitchen i mean granted that's because my dad sucked as a cook but that's besides the point (laughs) you know but that's 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 my talk for today well you know even even recently i've had a recent thing where there's a talk about doing dishes and I like I said like I love doing dishes I don't really do them anymore because that's one of my son's chores you know so on nights Mm -hmm. that he's not able to like maybe he's at the gym so I get to do dishes I've always liked doing dishes like the hot water it's like just a it's a pleasing I like the OCD yeah it's because if someone else doesn't do it well I get right right and it's a pleasing thing for me like the cleaning of it the hot water it's I I just Mm -hmm. like it right and uh I got looked at like you like doing dishes like what fuck's wrong with you like because you're a guy like yeah i'm sorry like i don't want to fucking sit on the couch and like watch tv and play video games all the time like i I like to get shit done. i like helping out you know Mm -hmm. and and, and, like some people makes you feel good you know what happened what would you do if you lived on your own if you didn't have a wife to do that hire a fucking man you have to know over yourself the point and and that's what we're teaching elias is 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, chores suck because they're chores for you right now because there are other people that can do it and you could just live your kid life. But that doesn't prepare you for life because yeah. mm-hmm. in six, seven short years, you may be in college on your own and you have to know how to buy fucking groceries, how to manage your mm-hmm. money, how to clean up after yourself, mm-hmm. how to do your laundry. And you try to do those things all while you're out by yourself for the first time. Good fucking luck, buddy. But now mm-hmm. you're doing them now as a child so that when you're out on your own for the first time, all the necessities, you know how to do those things. You mm-hmm. know how to take care of yourself. So now all you have to do is figure out how to be on your own. Because all the easy shit, all the stuff that is supposed to be easy, but it's hard because you don't know how to do it, you already know how to do it. Exactly. You know? So it's, and that's instilling like, you know, he sees it here. Like, I'll vacuum, I'll steam mop, I'll do yard work. Summer does yard work. Summer vacuum, summer mm-hmm. steam. Like, we all do it. Certain nights I cook, yeah. certain nights she cooks. It's it's part of the process. And, yeah. and you can't compare, like you said, to something from work. Like, I have, a, I have a different dynamic. Like, I drive 35 to 40 minutes a day to go to work on most days. Like, one day a week I'm in the town I live in. The other four days I'm 35, 40 minutes away. So mm-hmm. I have a long day. I have, like, 11, 12-hour day when you include the drive time, right? And come home yep. and there's days mm-hmm. I don't want to do shit. But guess what? Yeah, my wife might work from home, but she's working. Oh, and there's also a mm-hmm. baby at home and she's also mm-hmm. in between picking up shit around the house. And like, mm-hmm. so just because she doesn't go to work like I do, doesn't mean that she doesn't have a hard day. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's also tax. It's taxing mentally to be inside a house all day. Yeah. Like those are the things that mm-hmm. like you, you need, you need to recognize as, as a significant other. And it's like I said, those are the things that we need to start teaching our kids mm-hmm. to do is not expect the same thing that we would give to someone else out of someone else. Mm -hmm. And, and just because you can recognize it doesn't mean they can, but that's where the communication comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think like setting expectations for doing things is really important, you know, and saying, Oh, like I'm just going to do everything myself because you're like I would have to lower the bar in expectations in order for you to get a good job out of it. No, set expectations. If they fail doing something, let them know and let them know how to do it better and have them keep going over and over and over. Fold those clothes better. First, Wash those dishes better. Are you talking about your significant other or your kid? (laughs) Hold on. Are you talking about your significant other or your kid? The the kids. Okay. Um, Because I can tell you right now, anybody who treats their significant other like that's not going to have a significant other (laughs) for too fucking long. (laughs) No, but like like I'll say though, like if if there's something that can be done that's improved on or like something that's being done that can be improved on and like I'm I'm really big on like setting expectations, whether it's in a relationship or Mm -hmm. with kids. And I would expect the same from my partner. Like, hey, I have these expectations. Like, please meet them. It's like, okay. And then that's how you build compromise. That's how you come in the middle. Yeah, as long as you don't have double but, standards. And, and that's the thing. You got to be mm-hmm, honest and yeah. forthright yep. right from the mm-hmm. beginning. Like, this is what I don't like. And this is what I kind mm-hmm. of expect, especially when you start intermingling the, like, if you're dating and all of a sudden you're at each other's house, you know, one person staying there a lot. Like, things can get weird real fast because somebody does something you don't like and you just don't want to say anything because you don't want to upset them. And then it creates this weird animosity and it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And then it blows up eventually. Whereas in the beginning Mm -hmm. you could just say, Hey, like, yo, um, 
if the toilet paper's empty, can you just replace it? You yeah, know, I don't stop like clipping that. your toenails in the fucking sink. Right. Yeah. Like like having that open <laughs> line of communication and honesty is important. It's really important. And you shouldn't like stray away from it. You know? I agree. And I think that's you know, that's that's kind of where I went wrong with Kina, you know? And for like shit that happened and we went so far out of line with it because people were getting pissed off at what we're saying to each other, you know? And it's like we kind of got in your situation, Jordan, where nobody was saying anything to each other. And definitely you have to keep that open line of communication like strong yep. and keep it going and keep that, keep that realm of expectations going and not have it drip below because, you know, somebody didn't want to like upset someone else. You're going to upset somebody else. That's going to happen. You can't be afraid of, of hurting people's feelings and upsetting someone by saying something. And then eventually you just take off. I'm going to tell you something right now. One thing, that has helped me tremendously was hearing this. You are not responsible for someone else's feelings. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. You Damn are right. not responsible for someone else's feelings. Yep. And that that that's a controversial statement, but I wholeheartedly fucking agree with you. Wholeheartedly. Yep. You know, it's it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Because the because the person on well, the like, most situations, <laughs> most situations, there's a few where it's there's not a fine line. But it's there's like a fine line. it's like it's it's like would you pre- rather it's like a pretty fucking obvious line? Let's do, <laughs> obvious it's, line, it's, obvious it's, line. It's there. It's a little weird that you had to draw that line. In that the line sand is to not made make sure there's Helen a line Keller. there, but <laughs> yeah. But like you know, you shouldn't ask like permission to like possibly hurt somebody's feelings by saying, "Hey, you know." you washing the dishes this way like isn't good you know and sitting there and been like can we like talk about how you wash dishes you know it's gonna hurt your feelings like no like it may hurt your feelings because you may think you're doing well but you should know that you're leaving fucking shit on the dishes and when they yeah. come in a dishwasher they're nasty or like maybe you don't mop the floor good or maybe you don't maybe you like approach situations like a brace you know like mm-hmm. roughly you know well, maybe I mean, you should let's, like let's be let's be clear like me, me saying me and saying it's like you're not responsible for someone else's feelings mm-hmm. does not mean that I am advocating you being a giant cockwad. Like, well, no, yeah, there's, you, yeah, there's you a difference. You can't be a twat knuckle. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, yeah, there's a difference, there's a difference between difference. having respect. I get what you mean. And mm-hmm. being being a twat. I got knuckle. exactly what you meant. Yeah, but that's the that's the the controversial end to it is somebody else will, on the other side of that will say, "Well, I'm upset because of you, so it, it, you are responsible for my emotions." No, no, no. I'm not. And no, that's not at all. You were 100% responsible for yourself. And if, you know, you're fucking up on something, you're fucking up on something. Of course, don't say it like that, but be like, listen, you know, I'm gonna let you know that this was like wrong and here's how to correct it or let's compromise. Let's come to middle and let's not be so afraid to hurt somebody's feelings by bringing up something that that kind of shit's like. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming to the dads on day cold Ted talk. That was a good digging deep with the dome. <laughs> I liked that one. Um, I'm gonna break it up. What's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? I love you, Jenny. One, 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 one. <laughs> one Forrest, one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Um. Well, yeah. Um. You guys want to talk about anything else? We're good. Wrap it up. Wrap this nah, bitch up. Let's wrap Put it up. Put a bow on it. That's about it. All right. Uh. Put a ribbon on it. Dad's on Dayquil. Jackie Robinson episode. Uh, this comes at you tomorrow. Thanks for staying with us. Dad's on Dayquil, Linktree, merch, buy me a coffee. There's some podcast thing out there like Best Dad's Podcast. Go out and vote. We got the link up on our Facebook. We got the link up on our Twitter. 
Somebody mentioned it, didn't even know about it till today. Somebody tagged us, said they voted for us, and now I know about it. So go vote for us if we're your favorite dads. If we're not, that's okay. Go vote for your favorite fucking dads podcast. Show some dads some love because dads deserve love just as much as anybody else. Catch you next week. Peace out. Later. Dad's out. Hey, guys. No. How come orphanages only recognize 363 days of the year? Because they don't, they don't have Father's or Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! oh, man. It's like